Welcome back to the Pre-Game Effect podcast. My name is Matt. I am here with Dom, Luke, and Ian. How's it going, fellas? It's going pretty good. So what's up? Awesome. Um, how, what, have anybody been playing any magic lately? I know it's still kind of uh, slow goings in terms of paper magic with stores still not quite open or not doing events. I think Wizards actually is in a little bit of control over that, saying that they don't want stores running events until June, I think they said. Um, June 1st, I believe it was. Okay. Yeah, that's what I saw. All right. Um, has anybody been playing online at all then? Oh, yeah. Playing a lot of Arena, some uh, Magic Online. Okay. What have you been playing? It's funny. I, I ran through a bunch of different decks using all the new cards, new standard, and then just fell back into Old Fateful of Mono Red. That's like unchanged. Um, just yesterday, I started trying out the new version with Obosh. Mm-hmm. And that, that works pretty well, but so does just the same mono red we were playing before the whole rotation or before the new set came in. Same 75, and it's still fine. It's, if it ain't broke. Yeah, exactly. It kills it's your fine. opponent by turn like four, and, and that, that seems fine if they're not playing anything interactive. Which some of those decks I feel like aren't at all. No, some, of the some decks are. Nice to hear about so. Some of the teamer decks are now like main decking flame sweep for that reason. Mm-hmm. And it's probably still not enough. Sometimes no. If you're on the play and you get your anax out, and they flame sweep, and then you have a castle, and you're like, "Cool, I have six one ones that are now two ones." You're still dead. Tends to work out. <laughs> it, coming from the control side of things, it always feels really, really bad when you cast a sweeper and then die before you went tap. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, try, I tried like Teamer Adventure, Reclamation, Cycling. Cycling's okay. Both the Just Guy and the Boros version, but yeah, the, n- none of them are, seem to be as good as the Mono Red still. So yeah. that's about what I've been playing. Nice. Yeah. I've been playing a little bit of arena. Um, just kind of like get my daily uh, checklist things done and stuff like that. And then if I get into a, a mood, I'll go ahead and just keep playing a little bit. Um, I primarily have been playing one of three decks. It's either like a mono red deck, which is kind of funny for me because that's not typical. Um, but it's been doing well. So I might as well run with what's good. Um, and then... I played a blue-black flash deck, which has been a lot of fun. Um, there are times where you just run into just bad matchups and it's bad, but that's just magic in general. Um, for the most part, it's been okay. Like the, it's grindy, um, and it's kind of one of those decks where like every every turn kind of matters, and your sequencing is really important to make sure that you get all the inching of value out of everything. Um, or the the uh, the third deck I've been playing is like a, a Rakdo sacrifice deck with Luris as a companion. Um, and that's been pretty strong. Just because sacrificing stuff and then just getting it back with Luris. Or they go to kill your, your Witch's Oven and you're like, okay, untap, play a land, play Luris, get the Witch's Oven back. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that card's pretty strong in some situations. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing. Ian, have you been playing at all? I was messing around in Legacy a little bit, um, mostly with Dom's help. 
Um, we were screwing around with a couple of 80 card decks. Um, we tried goblins just because why not? It was fun, <laughs> but it, that's it all the reason you need to play goblins. I mean, you're not wrong. Hundred percent. It definitely was not consistent, though. Um, <clears throat> turns out when you're running a deck to try to make it as consistent as possible by running tutors and ringleaders, and then you just add 20 more cards of variance to it, it doesn't really <laughs> find you what you need. Weird. Yeah. Um, Weird how that works out. Yeah. yeah. It was fun, though, like you yeah. said. It was fun. <laughs> that Enchantress list, though, that was gas. Did you see the one I sent you just, like, two hours ago? I have not checked Facebook, so let me pull that up while you're okay, talking real quick. Because that one which, was cool. Which one was this? Uh, what's his name? Um, Thraben U. Thraben U uh, just streamed it again. He actually just finished up. Um, I think he finished 3-2 with it. I can't remember. What does 50 play points get you? Is that 2-3? Two, three? Three two. That's 2-3. Two, three. Two, three. That's yeah. just 2-3? Okay. So he lost a really close game with lands because he played around abrupt decay and a crossing grip, but not force of vigor. Mm. He lost that one, but it was, it was super close. Like it was a great game that he was, everyone else in like the chat and stuff was saying it was cool. And you then, can't play around everything. Like, yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. Um, he lost to, uh, a bug delver list just because they had every counter spell available. They did delver things. Yeah. Um, and and then I can't. Oh, he lost a burn. He was yeah. close. He was close on burn. He took it to game three. Um, and, but he dropped like white pretty much completely mm-hmm. from the list, which I I like the white spells that are in there. I know like that's what I was trying to push for when we were messing around, um, Ian and I, uh, but just trying to figure out the numbers and stuff. Um, he had a play where his, I was going to message you about it, Ian. It was like, he played reality acid was able to Esther's invocation, copy the reality acid and play Orion oh. all in the same turn. And it was, it was insane. I, I just, I just started. I looked at this and just started laughing out loud. This was nuts to me. It just worked like perfectly. So for those, I'm in his basement listen, by himself. Yeah. Just stands up, starts clapping. Yeah. So for those of you that listen, that actually are listening, we're at, for three of the four of us. We can actually see each other as we're recording this because we have it's a video chat. And Dom's reaction when he was explaining that he just leaned as far back as he could. I think in his chair and his arms are fully extended. It was, uh, it, was, it was good. It was solid. It was so good. Um, he did that. And then he also had a move later on against. Um, I started watching when he was playing against a Eldrazi deck that had the, um, the guys they can cast from exile, the eternal scourges or whatever. Right. Yes. Something like that. Um, and he was able to, his opponent had forest and city and he's like, okay, this is going to be cool. He backed to basics. So, and then plays, um, elephant grass, 
with his opponent's city tapped and he had triple eternal scourge out. And I was like, yes, this is, this is what I want to do with this deck. Like uh, I'm sitting here like, man, I want to play this so bad right now. <laughs> so that, that looks super cool. Um, it was something like grindy games and stuff, but definitely, I mean, he was talking a little bit afterwards. So I'm going to end up looking at the videos and stuff for his little deck tech before as well. Um, but there was something I know when Ian and I were talking about it, like just talking about adding, um, Oh my God. Astrolabe right now, just because they're letting you play this. So you're already fetching basics all the time anyway. So just use it. And then that makes your splashes easier and stuff like that. So, um, I definitely want to look into it again. I'd like to, I don't know, maybe sponsor you to run it through a league or something. Oh, we can definitely mess with that. Watch. Well, obviously depending on what happens with, uh, (laughs) with Monday, which will get into here in a little bit. So, For sure. And for uh, for anybody who hasn't seen the new Enchantress lists coming out that we're talking about at the moment, um, the previous versions of the deck have usually been green and white. Um, white could either be for playing Rest in Peace Helm combo, uh, just playing Sarah Sanctum to add a bunch of mana, or get Sphere of Safeties or uh, Sigil the Empty Throne, just a bunch of different ways to make angels get win conditions. The new versions have been playing Yorian, so they're playing 80-card decks, but they're playing blue. And the blue enables you to not only play Force of Will and Force of Negation in your main deck, which can definitely help against what is normally Enchantress's absolute worst dog crap matchup in Storm, because you can actually you know, interact now. Uh, but it also gives you access to playing um, Reality Acid, which is a pauper staple, which I absolutely love that card. You can play Astrid's Invocation because turns out when you have a bunch of enchantments with Enter the Battlefield abilities, you want them to enter the battlefield over and over and over. But then you get to play Brainstorm, you get to play Omen of the Sea, you get to play Mystic Remora, which... Being able to reset a Mystic Remora with Estrid's Invocation and never have to pay the cumulative upkeep is a very nice way to draw a bunch of cards. But then you also get to just play random jank, like Journey into Nick's limited okay card, Riptide Chimera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that in the list. I was like, what? <laughs> is two and a blue for a 3-4 flyer with the downside slash upside of at the beginning of your upkeep return an enchantment you control in your hand. So normally it'd be, oh, if I don't have any enchantments in play, I have to bounce my 3-4 flyer. Well, all your enchantments do stuff when you cast them or when they enter the battlefield. So you're not too sad about returning them to your hand. And it also just randomly blocks Delver. It blocks Luris. It blocks basically any creature in the format except for Tarmogoyf, Show and Tell targets, and Eldrazi. Like, level with me. You'd play this card if it wasn't a 3-4 flyer. Yeah, pretty much. You'd play this card if it was just enchantment at the beginning of your upkeep, return an enchantment you control to its owner's hand. Yeah, you mm-hmm. probably would still want to play it. but the fact It might actually be better because it dodges removal. <laughs> it does that summer um, Abrupt Decay is still running around quite often right now because um, a lot of the Delver lists have switched over to playing Sultai Delver. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> if they don't have a removal spell for that, then they can't attack into it. Mm-hmm. That card was <laughs> surprisingly good. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, he was having that too. Um, he had that in his list as well. I think he ran two, which I felt was yeah. Like that a list he was number. running two. Uh, we had been running three, but we were also only running three reality acids when we tried it yeah, out. Yeah, he was on the full four. Mm. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was interesting to see someone else's thought process of it because I know, like, Ian, when we were messing around with this and talking about it, when the prospect of running blue came up, I was really leaning on you because I don't run blue. Yeah. One, I can't afford it right now. And two, it's just half of these decks that or most of the decks that run blue, I wasn't really, uh, it, it, it didn't like, you know, tickle my fancy. Yeah, it we'll didn't say. do it for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm running, I'm running the most blue non-blue deck there is in goblins. And that they're, you know, I try and control everything that's going on. And then like, oh, you didn't kill this little one one. Well, here's its big brother and the other brothers. And, <laughs> you know, they just start swinging away and stuff like that. Um, See, so yeah, I like I was leaning on you with that. And then watching the way when you play, seeing someone else's thought process when it came to um, how the deck was built. And now he was given or he was... um asked to play this deck by someone i think they had donated to his channel or something like that for it to uh, work out that way um but talking about some of the different card selections over certain different things and that's that's some of my favorite parts of this game honestly like sometimes i i think i mean some of these facebook groups i know can be you know well i was thinking about playing this and people you know, will just play the stock list and it's like well if you want to play a card you play a card yeah. And I, I talk about it all the time. Like, I want to play Kiki Jiki in a Goblin list, and it's not good a lot of the time. It's the win more card, but I love it. Oh, that man, card. does it feel good? Oh, man. When that vial goes up to five, like, my opponent's just, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But it, it, was, it was super cool to see it play. And, um, I'm, like I said, I, I definitely want to try and mess around with more of it. Maybe try, like, a little bit different style of it or something, but still kind of be the same thing. And then, but we'll see. So, cause I mean, the 80 card decks can be done with if they decide to pull the trigger on the whole campaign thing, but we will find out. So well, I, I just think it's funny that like for the longest time it would be like, I remember who was it? Adrian Satil played like 61 cards at a pro tour and everybody's just losing their minds. Why would you ever play 61? And I was like, no, it's cool. We're playing 80. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. Um, I think it was uh, Andre Mangucci played against. Uh, oh my gosh, she won. Um, the Cleveland tournament that was here with Mono Blue Tempo. Uh, uh, Autumn. Bur- Autumn Burchett. Bur- yes, yeah. played against. Uh, played against her online, and he he took a screenshot of it and said, "This is modern for you." And together they had over. 300 something cards she was playing um battle wits and he was on a urian deck <laughs> i was just like this is great like, i'm all about this man <laughs> so, so just so just funny. so we don't get i i mean i don't i don't know just so we don't get pinged autumn is day they sorry yeah sorry okay <laughs> just, just yes. so we can be we, we can be correct out there no you're good you're good 
So, Dom, yeah. I think the interesting part about that that really uh, speaks differently than you typically preach yourself um, is that uh, you you're talking and I completely agree with you. The the if you want to play a card, play a card. Try it. Who cares, right? Like, yeah, there are these groups that are out there for these specific decks that. You mention it all the time when you're when you're looking at like the burn group on Facebook that it's always like just play the stock list don't mm-hmm. don't mess with it and i'm I'm happy to hear you say that you're like just play the card like it's fine you're like because I know that you you do you talk about it often on here as well as just off of the cast itself about you know you just like the copy and paste lists, mm-hmm. but as much as even one or two cards is different in a list that you want to play because you want to play a specific card that, I mean, that can make the, the whole context of a deck different. And so to me, that's a, it's a brew to some degree. It's based on something, but at any, at some point, most brews are based on something. Mm -hmm. So, so I think, I think of, I think of Dom, he's not a brewer. He's a tinkerer. He'll take that stock list and adjust little bits, little, you know, turn a couple little knobs, a tweaker. To, to play it how no, he wants not, to play let's it. Let's not say that. That makes him sound <laughs> <laughs> That has completely different context. Um, but no, I just think that, so that's cool. I think that that's cool because I'm, I'm sure that for, you know, the two and a half people that listen to this cast, uh, one or two of them are probably in a similar boat that, you know, often will take a list and just say, okay, well, this list won or this list has been doing well, so I'm just going to play this. Rather than saying, you know, looking at it and go, okay, there are no sacred cows. I can cut X, Y, or Z if I think that there's something that's potentially better and try it. Maybe they're wrong and that's okay, but giving it a shot is not against the law. Like you can do that. And I mean, I've, I've done it, Ian and I have done it with certain decks. Um, I'm working with certain decks together and sometimes it turns out okay. But don't, you don't expect it to every time because if you do that, you're you're fooling yourself. But there's nothing against giving something a shot and seeing how it works, you know, and, you know, going through like 10 leagues on, on uh, Magic Online or being able to take it to like four or five FNMs and really giving it a chance, not just one, um, one event, because that's yeah. not always going to be a good, good, um, it's not going to get you a good understanding of how the card performs, especially if it's like a one of or a two of when you maybe draw it 50% of your games. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when you have 80 cards in your deck. Even more so. Yeah, you can definitely afford One of the things I like to do is I'll take a look at a stock list and see, like, wait, this is the best card in the deck that always wins the game. Why is it only playing two? Let's play four. I'd rather, I'd rather draw the unneeded second sometimes than never draw it. And sometimes I think that that pertains to how the deck's built itself. Um, yeah, it is. Like, it times... depends on the deck. Like an aggro deck, if, if it's your best card, it's your kill card, you want to play four of them. But if it's a card that you're only going to, that you're going to draw half your deck every game, then okay, you can get away with playing two. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, some of these legacy decks are able to play like Yorian because they're, they're playing the Brainstorms, the Ponders, yeah. you know, the, sometimes the Omen of the Seas, the, the Astrolabes, the Preordains the accumulated knowledge or whatever it may be so that they can just draw through their deck. And it's still, even though they're playing 80 cards, it still seems like they're only playing 60 because they're able to get through so much of their deck so quickly. Yeah. I feel like these control decks and like standard that are playing 
the urine. They're pretty much took took the list and then went, okay, I'm going to add 10 lands and 10 cantrips. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's basically what legacy is, is lands and cantrips. And then occasionally you'll eventually find a way to kill your opponent. <laughs> or if you just have Sometimes. 80 cards, you just mill them out because they have. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it turns yeah, out was, if you don't die, you can eventually just kill them. So. Right, right, right. Um, Usually. Well, good. Usually. I, I have lost without dying before. So a little awkward. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so other than that, uh, it seems like we've been – each of us have played a little bit. Dom, you, did you, you didn't really get to let us know if you've been playing at all. Have you been playing any arena or Magic Online at all? No. And okay. I'm, 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 <laughs> right. Honestly, I've been kind of okay with it. Um, I, I felt, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to take this time still watching stuff. Um, sometimes I have a hard time watching people live, like on Twitch and stuff, um, streaming and stuff. It's nothing against them. It's just I. It, it's I, I get like you can have it on that that second screen. You can still be doing something over here, but I really like to watch it. So if it's on like, if they break it down into a YouTube channel where they can like maybe cut out some of the the fluff and something I'm in on that. But, um, so I, I just started following some people doing that stuff. Um, I've watched three of you once or twice. Um, just watched this one recently. Goblin lackey one. He's been streaming, obviously goblins. Um, just kind of going along with the discussion. I don't know if I want to hop in on something, if things are going to be changing here soon. And then like, you know, the, the time and, energy i spent on it is not for nothing but also like you know i feel like if the meta changes again so um but just trying to take this time and like sit back it's been nice um been gathering different cards and stuff um so i got my me and my buddy split the magic fest in a box that channel fireball was doing so that's cool um those path to exiles beautiful i am not a foil person those things are those things are sweet um you don't have you to might play become them, one appreciate it. well the thing is i the whole reason we got the box is uh, i i wanted the the paths and we were gonna just a few of us were gonna go to detroit right before um they started to cancel events and everything and we were gonna go there and that that was my goal i had I was gonna buy the package to do all the side events, get all the paths, and then done. You know, I, I got my play set. That's fine. Um, and then when that didn't happen, obviously, they offered this thing. Sweet. I was looking to get just a basic one. And then uh, our buddy was like, hey, I'm, I want to get these foil ones. Well, this commander version comes with a play set of non-foil, play set of foil, like four play mats at the time. I think they changed it since then. But like it was this decent sized package, and I'm like, man, like we could get this and like sell like the foil paths and almost pay for this like back. <laughs> but if that's the stuff we want, like let's just bring it in. Maybe like move some other things uh, just to bring back some of that money, and it ended up working out pretty much perfectly. Oh, I didn't. We didn't get the coolest play mats. Um, we got like a decent one. Like Golos is one we got. Uh, you get a recall like, one. The what? Did you get an ancestral recall one? No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I wanted an ancestral recall. That thing, I'm sitting there and like that thing's cool. 
It's yeah, dope looking. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's cool. worth a little bit of money. But I, I'm sitting here like, oh, there's Golos one. This one might sell. And V-Click, that might sell. I see other people posting that they got uh, recall. Damn it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that's the thing. Because, like, uh, pool still signs. So, like, mm-hmm. you can even get that sign, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, th- th- like I said, I, I haven't really been playing. It's not like I haven't been in the game or dealing with it at all. Um, I think been... dealing is the right uh... – yeah, I've, right been buy- I've been buying and selling. We'll say that. <laughs> I um, I just shipped out a box of Modern Master 17 today, and uh, this came in the other day. This little sealed box of Onslaught that I'm showing the crowd. Ooh, nice, nice. That came in the other day, so we'll see. We'll see what we end up doing with that. But uh, I mean, if you decide to it. open it, I am all for drafting. <laughs> just saying that could be the thing right once we can all get together again <laughs> i haven't drafted in a while but i'll come out of retirement for that Jeez, yeah <laughs> um but yeah just doing that getting some more autographs i have estrid's invocations coming of two of them random auction someone had in one of the sign groups on facebook two of them signed it was like yeah here's my Ship money it. done yeah it, the guy was like you know we're, we're doing this and gonna end it in two days okay cool like I put a few bucks in, and then someone hopped on again, and I'm like, listen, I'm just going to throw the hammer down that I want these, and, like, here's, like, double what it's worth, pretty much. But then signature, <laughs> like, be done with it, move on with my life. Right. So, um, but, yeah, like I said, it's it's solid stuff, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I could get back into Magic Online. I didn't really play it all much that – all much at all, um, but – I've been thinking about it, so cool. we'll see. <laughs> you've, been keep, you've been keeping busy in the game. It's it's one of those things. Like I think we all find our niche in the game, and right, and it's all uh, episodic. So like, you know, there's times where I've been really heavy into trying to collect certain kinds of cards. Like you all know, like I I like signed cards, and that I want to get my entire Grixis Legacy deck completely signed. Um, and so that's something that I do. And I, I look for those kind of things and sometimes it's hard to find, but sometimes I can, I can make it happen. Um, and I, and that's only, but that's only been for the past six months. I think that I've wanted to try to get that deck specifically just fully signed. And so it, it like I said, it, it's kind of episodic and like right now, given that we can't be in person playing uh, Dom, finding something like, you know, finding cars that you want, just like that kind of stuff where maybe you're not playing, mm-hmm. but you're able to do a little bit more of the collecting side of it. Um, it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. Um, that's that's kind of, I've been doing a little bit of that too. Um, there's other decks that I want to build. And so I've been trying to find without ruining my bank account um, <laughs> cars that I need for that. And some of them I've actually done okay with. Uh, like I, I want to build an Urza deck that kind of has like a Karn, like a, a Karn sideboard wishboard kind of deal, and so like for the stuff that I'm putting in the wishboard, I'm seeing if I can find it in foil, which I'm not a foil guy, but I like the concept of having them in foil because then it's easier to know ah this is not supposed to be in the main deck <laughs> when I'm going to do sideboard. Um, that's that's my wishboard for Enchantress right now. Is it nice? Yeah, See? I have that's... the. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I have the promo, the buy a box promo, Eidolon of Blossoms, and uh-huh. the, uh, good lord, 
the Emrakul that is the RPTQ one. Okay. But like, I mean, when that thing came out, I was like, if I, I'm never playing Emrakul. Or like, I don't play Emrakul, but I want that one. And now I, I can't play Emrakul, so I, I played that one. Um, <laughs> so, and the price came down, too. I was like, yeah, send it. Let's Sold. Go. Yeah, it turns out when you don't have any foils in your deck, it doesn't matter if uh, if you just play them out of the board. Hundred percent. That's what I'm <laughs> right. saying. That's They're not supposed to, to be foil. there. Yeah. So I know, like, oh, that's shiny. That's got to go there. Like, plus, then you only have to foil like twelve cards for your wishboard instead of all sixty or all seventy-five. It's just right. Like, you right. So much money. Mm-hmm. Like I have. What do I have coming in? I have a. Um, I got a dark steel microsynth lattice foil for like 35 bucks on the Raz group. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I and bought then, my regular non-foil one for 60 <laughs> and how the mighty have fallen. Right. Well, when you can't play a modern, I mean, and it's only for legacy, like I get, I get that. Um, yeah. I did pick up an engineered explosives, like a fifth on engineered explosives. Um, a, did a Tormod's Crypt? I think a time-shifted foil Tormod's Crypt. Those are beautiful. Um, a Sorcerer's Spyglass, which is whatever, and a Liquid Metal Coating. Um, so those are those are all on their way. So that that's kind of cool. Like that, like I think it's kind of fun. Um, okay, got all the important cards. Wait, exactly, exactly. Um, so. So we'll see. Uh, the ones I'm still probably looking to find are Mensnaring Bridge, a Mystic Forge, Grafdigger's Cage, uh, and probably a a, um, a Worm Coil Engine, and maybe a Trinisphere. Uh, At least the Worm Coil is going to be relatively easy to get, just because the the uh, the release promos. Yeah, and like I've found prices for like thirty, so that's, that's not, not awful. Um, none of them have been over a hundred dollars. Which is kind of crazy because, like, even the engineering explosives—that's a—that's like a hundred and forty dollars TCG mid. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of find that and snipe that one. So that was good. Yeah, and if you're willing to go for less good-looking versions, you can always get the from the vault transfer. Right, um, and the, like even the bridge. I'm obviously I'm not gonna get the seventh edition one because that's like five hundred dollars. Oh I'm come not, on! Not about that life. Like I said, remember the beginning of what I'm talking about here is I was trying to keep my bank account intact. <laughs> so we're not going to go spend $500 on an end standing bridge. Listen, um, I've I'm, been seeing your name pop up a lot. In this group, oh yeah. So I don't know about, <laughs> don't go get, try and feed us this BS about keeping it intact. Okay? Oh, it's been intact. It's been intact. Um, All together with duct tape, but it's intact. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so still there. It's still kicking. Used gum, duct tape. <laughs> Rolls of quarters and it's better. <laughs> Hope. Hope, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I've had that in my bank account before. <laughs> so that's kind of what we've been doing from in my side. So I get I get what you're talking about, Don, by just kind of like picking up the things that you want to. It's not even really like I don't know. It, it's, it's picking up the stuff you want, mm-hmm. you know. And I and we've talked about it too, and not spending the money on stuff that you know that kind of fits fits what you're looking for, but instead waiting a little bit longer to just literally get exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, the only thing with that is I get to the point where I see the things I can't afford at all. And I just, I hope to want to have, (laughs) 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 um, this, I have a somewhat contact in Italy 
for signed cards. And he just put up a whole bunch more cards. And I was just flipping through like the 38 pictures and like 13 pictures in there's, you know, the signed, um, Arcadia mask or shot imports. And like, these things are beautiful, like, but I have them. So I'm like, that's great. I don't need next row was the wastelands English. And I'm like, that's what I want. So I messaged him saying, Hey, I just got, I, I'm just curious on a number on those. Just let me know. And he told me and it, it hurt, it hurt the soul. Um, <laughs> Those things are awesome. And I know like if I if those are coming, I can move mine and like get some of the money back. But I just I don't know how long it's gonna take to get there from there to me. <laughs> and obviously with all the you know everything going on, there's way more important things than cardboard coming towards to me. <laughs> these things. But um No, I hear yeah. you, man. I have, I have like price. five packages coming from uh Europe. Mm-hmm. At some point. <laughs> I I was supposed to get one two months ago. I'm still waiting on that one. Uh-huh. So uh, it keeps updating in the tracking number. So <laughs> so at least it's not missing. Yeah. I don't. I think someone just has it sitting at their desk and they like sit down in the morning and scan it and then like they go about their day. So. <laughs> I'll deliver uh, that eventually. Yeah. I I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> where's, it, uh, where's it stuck up at? Uh, I, I think it's at customs here. Oh, so it's made it most of the way. Yes. Um, but seeing like these other, uh, signing groups, it took like almost a month and a half to get from like New Jersey to New York. Like someone's package had a huge uh, box of cards that were signed. So I was like, well, that's a, that's a thing. So like like I said, I'd like to call and be like, "Hey, just curious on my package where it's at." But again, there's way more important things than my four pieces of cardboard and a bubble mailer <laughs> sitting somewhere. <laughs> so we'll just uh, I'll just sit tight on those. I'm not yes. I'm not too worried. Yeah, something something priorities. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, well, you know, everybody has their own priorities. That's, that's I mean, honestly, if we had our priorities straight, would we be doing this? Sure. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. We have more time for this because we'd be absolutely getting everything else done that we needed to get done. <laughs> <laughs> we'd have more time. That's the thing. <laughs> Weekly four hour podcast. Let's go. Yeah, right? Done. I mean, we could sit and talk for four hours. That'd be, that'd be easy, actually. Um, <laughs> four hours is a short night for us. Right. Yeah. Um, so, moving on, though, uh, the big, big thing that I think we wanted to talk about tonight was uh, I believe it was on the 11th or 12th wizards had sent out a tweet indicating that there was going, I think it was the 11th actually uh, because they indicated that a week from that day that they sent it uh, was going to be the next ban and restrictive announcement and that that was going to be affecting uh, legacy vintage and brawl. Um, so for just information wise, we, none of us really play too much brawl. So we don't, I don't think we're really going to talk too much about it. We may touch on pieces, parts of it. Um, but I think we're probably going to talk a little bit more about the legacy side of things, uh, with maybe a splash of vintage here or there. Um, so kind of some of the things that we, we, I figured we could talk about fellas is just, uh, you know, what do we think is going to happen? Um, 
why we think that. And then, you know, if there may be any other options for the difficulty that we see in the format at the moment. So floor is open. I mean, elephant in the room, Luris <laughs> is going to be banned in at least two of those three formats. Guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, looking at vintage, there was a vintage challenge that uh, the results got posted for that on the 10th, so that happened on Sunday. Um, out of the top 32, eight decks did not play Luris. Three of those decks that did not play Luris could not cast colored spells, so they had a good reason to not play it. Two of them were Dredge, one of them was Shops. Out of those five other decks, one played Lutri, the Spell Thief, I believe it is, uh, the one where your entire deck has to be Singleton. And then three of them, uh, one was Eldrazi, one was a Oath of Druids deck, which I'm not going to lie, kind of looks sick. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember what the other one is off the top of my head. Um, oh, it was a Doomsday list. So Doomsday could have played it, but then they would have had to not play Street Wraith. So there's not too many differences really. Um, but there's just, there's so many decks that are just jamming Luris because turns out when all your cards cost one or two mana, so when they print a card that makes it so you want to only play cards with one or two mana, it's really easy to slot that into the deck. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like you're, uh, I mean, we've talked about it for, I don't think we talked about it on here, but we talked about it for Modern Burn. Mm -hmm. You're already fulfilling the requirement. Yeah, so why not play it? Why, yeah, why not? Why not start with a eight-card hand? Especially when you can play, like, Mishra's Bobble. And, yeah, Mishra's Bobble, just getting a little bit of information and drawing a card... Yeah, it's kind of a moot point. But when that same Mishra's Bobble draws you three to four cards in your burn deck, it gets scary. Yeah. Dom, I know you got some some uh, some feelings towards this. Uh, about Luris? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it can go to hell. <clears throat> um, I don't understand why or how... I want to I want to phrase this correctly because I literally just like fangirled about a Urian deck for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> I feel like some I feel like most of the companions are fine. I don't uh, I don't understand how that this one like yeah that's cool like send it let let's let's see what happens you know that and um, oh my god. Garuda, yeah. Garuda and yeah. Zerda. Zerda. Mm -hmm. This is how like out of it I kind of am too. So those three, um, Zerda, meh, like I get it, perfect. I think that's fine. Um, yeah, it's powerful, but it's not. Yeah, so. for, I I think it's one of those things where like they they could have this stuff work, and for you know for standard, pioneer, and modern even, like it's fine. Obviously, the older formats, there's going to be more broken cards that you can start to combo these things with, all that. As long as they're watching it, and it seems like they are. Um, hopefully. I don't know what they're going to end up doing if they if they axe, like, just Luris and Garuda or Zerda or the whole companion mechanic. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, some, because, like I said, some of the decks 
are cool that like see you you see pop up from this stuff um but i think like with in legacy the the problem is it fits so well into like the delver shell and how many cards has the delver shell banned from legacy a lot. right about yeah. half of them yeah so it's it's at some point, like now, again, like I said earlier, I don't play Delver. I don't play like the the, the blue. Uh, so I, I just don't play Delver. So for me, yeah, I can send it. I don't care. Like, you can get rid of those cards. Obviously, it's a huge part of the meta. I get that. Um, but like, it's it's like the well-oiled machine. And then here's this new toy, and it's just hundred, you know, hundred miles an hour pedal to the metal. Like, sure, that's cool. Um, but like I said, as long as long as they look at the see that something is up in the format and decide to make a decision on it, um, then I'm cool with that. Uh, I I, th- I think it's wild. Um, I have no idea what it's doing in standard. Um, modern, oh, it's it everywhere. Kind of nuts. Yeah, I, I feel like it's it's doing a lot of things. Uh, the companion mechanic as a whole, I I'm not crazy about it. Um, but also, like, when it comes to casually playing Magic, I, I understand I can't really do it anymore. I get very competitive. And I know that's on me. So, like, Commander and stuff, I'm not really about it. And I feel like they are like, hey, all these formats can kind of be Commander. So, it's it's not for me. Now, I see all these people on Twitter and Facebook and all this loving, loving the formats. They think it's like this, this great time. That's cool. But like, at least in legacy, I see it being a problem. Modern, they haven't made it. They're not going to make an announcement on it. Um, still letting that happen, you know, see what's going. But like myself, I haven't played modern in at least half a year. I feel like, um, I just feel like it's crazy. So I don't, I don't know. It's, We'll uh, we'll see what they end up doing, and we'll see if they take anything else down with it too, because the Oko Euro Astrolabe, like Astrolabe, could get the axe too. Veil of Summer, I got to I I've never got to cast Veil of Summer yet, but I know how crazy that card can be. There's, I have yeah, them. There's a I own that <laughs> just in case it's like still that <laughs> just like sneaks past this next window. Like okay, cool, yeah, I can still run these. Um. But I could see some like two cards getting hit. I wouldn't be surprised with that in Legacy. Um, if it's two uh, a card besides companion or companions, I don't know what they're doing with that. So, um, yeah, I, it's just it is above my pay grade. That is for sure. And obviously, <laughs> I, I can have very strong opinions on certain things, but I know some people are enjoying these things, and that's fine, you know. But it's it's interesting to see the other sides of like the story or uh, argument and whatnot. So um, that's what I've been spending my time on, watching these things and just being like, "How is this even possible? This doesn't make any sense. This card's running like this." So seeing that tweet that came out that uh, Matt talked about previously was uh, it, it's a lot of the legacy community is like, "Well, we knew it was coming." Like. Get your trophies on Magic <laughs> Online now. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I think I think you know to kind of go on with what you said too about you know seeing both sides of it and that there's people that are really enjoying it and that if they if they're enjoying it cool. Uh, Brian Gottlieb had posted a tweet uh, yesterday, maybe the day before, talking about something kind of similar, where he was like, you know, I don't enjoy the companion, comp- like the whole mechanic of it, but there are people that do, so I'm not going to bash on them for liking it. Like, why, why would I do that? That would be dumb of me to do that, because then it would be somebody else, like, bashing somebody about not liking the you know enjoying not playing with the companions none of that makes any sense everybody can like what they like in magic and that's okay like it it is and kind of like you said you know there was another um podcast that i listened to leaving a legacy that kind of was talking about something similar to what you talked about dom about you know we know as as enfranchised magic players we know that commander is the most popular format there is in magic we were well aware of that all of us know that um even though none of us really play that very much if at all um but i think wizards in their decision making they go okay well if commander is the most popular format what if we make some of the other formats similar to it maybe you know we can get other people to kind of buy into those then too and so it's kind of like you were saying you know they're with the com- the companion mechanic they're kind of making some of the other formats very similar to it um and you know I get it. I understand why they're doing it, but I think that that's what makes all the, the, the difference between commander and all the other formats. A thing too, is that don't, don't push that on us that don't want to play commander. You know, don't, don't, it's not something that I think necessary for the formats to be fun. People play modern anyways. That's in terms of the competitive scene, that's probably one of the most popular formats there is. And so the fact is that you, you don't have to make it more exciting for us. We already enjoy playing. That's why we still play. Um, and, and in doing that, they're kind of uh, trying to change the way the game works and what is enticing about it too, even in the competitive formats. Um, and I get it. They're, they're trying to push the envelope. They're trying to be innovative and they're trying new things. Uh, uh, but at the expense of balance in the format, which I think is an issue. And Maro had tweeted out a, a poll asking, you know, what, what's more important, innovation or balance? I don't know if you can say one or one or the other. I think it kind of has to be a little bit of both. Um, but, and, and it's hard for the internal formats because of the fact that um, there's just such a large card, card pool to kind of choose from. Um, I agree with what you guys had said though that I think, you know, I think that Lewis is overpowered, especially in the way that it's used, you know, currently. And I think that the way things are, I think it, it needs to go in both legacy and in vintage. Now, I would pose to you a concept that, you know, maybe another another option. Not to say that, like, I already think that it should go because it, it's – taking over the format um what about um the idea of making it so that you can't have companions in those formats so that if you want to play those cards you got to put them in your deck and you have to draw them now that takes away the ability of having that extra card in your hand it's not as reliable you can't get the goofy nonsense of like turn one um like the consistency of having like a turn one Lurus into 
you know, Echo of Eons or something crazy like that, um, or turn one Luris into Time Twister. Um, th- those kind of concepts can't happen as regularly um, because of the fact that, you know, it's not that eighth card in your hand. Um, and it, it makes you still have to put it in your deck in some number. So that means you're having to take something else out. Um, so I wonder if that's a thing that they could do because it would definitely hinder the, the power of those cards, all of them, the Garudas, the Zerdas, and the Lurises, if you're not able to just always have it as your eighth card. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we talked about before on like what they could do is just realize that the companion mechanic was a mistake. These cards are fine just as the way they were, and maybe not a mistake, but... I think I don't think it was a mistake. I think the concept is cool. It's innovative. It's different. But I think that they it's there was too powerful a, for eternal formats. And yeah, I think there was a lot the of consideration for the eternal formats. Well, with, and, and I was I was actually just about to say that they've they've pretty much straight up said when they develop cards, they don't take the eternal formats into consideration. Right, or unless, very, it's, unless it's like a Modern Horizons where they put or it in very the, little. Well, yeah, it's specifically for that. But even but, then. We look at things like Hogak, right? So, like, yeah. oh, this is designed for modern. Okay, well, let's test it in modern. Oh, these are all fine. Oh, Hogak dead. Uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so they so, don't they don't take it into a they don't take legacy vintage. You know, somewhat modern, but definitely legacy vintage. They they don't take it into account because they don't make any money off of it. Right. You know, they make money off of selling packs. All the money in legacy and vintage is in the secondary market, which they're not a part of. Mm-hmm. They're okay with it going on. They've but jumped into not... it though. They've jumped into the secondary market where they're they're selling these secret layers and stuff like that. So those are cards going directly from and those are single cards. Like the bitter blossom thing is basically single card directly from yeah. Hasbro to player. So it, they're kind of in it like a little bit. So they're recognizing the fact that it's there. Oh, and they always have. I mean, the reserve list is a recognition that that the secondary market exists, and they're a part of it whether they want to be or not. But they're they interact with it as little as possible. Yes, they're using the secret layer to make some money off of it, but those are still like new-ish products. Like, cause it's they're all new art, correct? Yeah. You know, so there's at least that. Like, they're not just reprinting a single card as is and selling it. So, and I know it's minimal work going into hire an artist to make a different art, but there's at least something new. It's not, yeah. it's not just, you know, run it, th- run an old little boss and through a photocopier and, you know, make some money off of it. No, which, that's, mi- yeah. that's mystery boosters. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> which let's be honest, they could do. They could yeah. do, and we would eat it up, and they would make a billion dollars. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Mr. Rooster's sweet. I think they're kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so I think we just kind of have to accept that they're that they're not going to, you know, those those of us that play the older formats, you know, obviously I don't play vintage, but I played Legacy. You know, I think we all play at least a little bit of Legacy. Um, actually, I probably play the least out of the four of us. But those of us, that those people that play the older formats just have to accept that new cards being developed – are not for your format. If they end up being, if they end up being in your format, cool. But they're not for your format. And if they break your format, maybe they'll fix it later. Like they're doing, like they're probably doing on Monday. 
Because here's the, here's the funny thing. We're all assuming it's Luris and maybe some other companions. Or like, like Matt said, maybe they're just going to say, okay, for legacy and vintage, just pretend that companion clause doesn't exist. What if, it, what if we're wrong? <laughs> I mean, there is the option that they could be banning Lion's Eye Diamond because that's the one that's really breaking the companion. Yeah. But that makes a lot not. of people sad, including Matt. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with what you guys are saying. It's probably going to be Luris and maybe some other stuff. Well, what if it's not? Well, and that's the thing. I think that the, if they ban Luris, I think they have to ban another companion or maybe just all of them together because the concept and th that the the companions allow for a different style of game and a consistency that is unmatched in a lot of ways. Um, that if one goes, another one's just going to take its place. Like, yeah. it's just how it's going to be. Like, it's it, well, you get rid of Lurus, okay, fine. Well, then you play Garuda or you play Zerda, and those are just going to be the next best thing. So yeah. it's like, well, we have I mean, to it, – it's similar to when they, like, would ban uh, in Modern, where they'd ban, like, this, and we're banning this because we noticed that this only, you know, was losing to the card that we're also banning. So yeah. we have to get rid of it also. <laughs> That kind of I thing. think I think the big reason that that won't happen necessarily in Legacy is because Zerda actually takes deck building restrictions. Garuda actually has deck building restrictions. Luris, the only deck building is restriction is play a reasonable Legacy or Vintage deck. Because so many of those are vintage than anything. Yeah, more, definitely in Vintage, but like in Legacy, the blue white control lists right now are they're not playing Jace, they're not playing Teferi but they're playing Luris, Mishra's Bauble, and they're still just doing great because most of the time Teferi and Jace were just ways to win when you were already ahead. Or, and just drawing cards. Get more just cards. drawing more cards, and Luris is doing that. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, if you want to play Yorian, sure. Build an 80-card deck. Like, there's a lot more restrictions to literally every other companion other than Luris. Sure, I agree with that. I do, yeah. but I, I think that there's enough people in the community that you, you say we can't play with the best toy, we'll play with the second best toy and make it the best toy when they get rid of the best toy. But the second best toy actually could still just be balanced enough to be dealt with by the rest of the format. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I, 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 I'm worried that if they get rid of just Luris, that another companion is going to just basically take its spot. Well, I'm, I'm looking for the tweet because I just had a uh, tinfoil hat moment. I'm pretty sure the tweet didn't say that. Okay. Never mind. I thought it, I thought that the tweet had said something about like changes are coming. It didn't necessarily say anything was banning, but I guess it doesn't because I think that would be an indication that, um, they're just going to say the companion mechanic doesn't exist in those formats. I, I think that would be fine. That would all they would need. That's all they would need to do for legacy and vintage brawl. I don't know, but and it's, there's precedent with that actually yeah. in other formats where like, um, cause I'm, I'm pretty sure that in commander, there are things that cannot be your commander, but you can have them in your deck. Not anymore. They specifically no? got rid of that. I think like a couple of years ago, Which, um, what was it that they did that with though? I think no, it was, uh, there was there were several commanders that could not be a commander. Uh, Braid's Cabal Minion was one. Grizzlebrand was another. I think um, Tassiger was one. Uh, I'm not entirely sure about Tassiger. 
Um, this is before I even like cared at all about Commander. <laughs> but there were several. Uh, not that I cared. About I was going to say I didn't really care about Commander say. now. <laughs> but there were there were several Commanders who were specifically banned as a Commander. Yeah. And uh, but they got rid of that and made it so there is just a ban list for Commander. You okay, can't so play braids. You can't play Grizzle Brand. Gotcha. Um, okay. So they got rid of the separate ban list. And I think that's going to be very similar to what they're doing with the uh, the stuff released on Monday. I don't think that there's going to be a separate, like, you can play this card but not as a companion list, just because it is harder for people to keep track of. Sure. Um, like, I still remember this one tournament I played in Indianapolis. I played a Star City Legacy Open. And my opponent was playing a Omni Show deck. And... Turns out that they right. read the uh, the banned and restricted lists on the Magic website because they hadn't played in years, and they thought that the legacy ban list was similar to the vintage ban list, where it is a restricted list. Oops. And they cast a per a mystical tutor against me, and it took a turn until I realized, hold on, that card was banned. That shouldn't be in your deck. Right. <laughs> Best part was this was round three and this guy was two and zero oh, and his last two round opponents didn't notice it either. Whoops! So they just they just went with it and they're like, "Man, that's a really strong card." Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. So I I get what you're saying, but it is hard to keep track of of a two ban list. I think a big difference between I think a, a an argument against that is people who played Legacy and Vintage are more on top of the news and what's going on than people who play commander. Not everybody. Obviously there are some heavily invested commander players, but there's a lot of commander players that like they have a deck sitting in their closet that hasn't changed in three years and they might pull it out once or twice a year to play with some buddies. But you, get the you don't have legacy. that. You don't have that in vintage and legacy. A lot. You, you I don't surprisingly do. You have, actually yeah. have more people in legacy and vintage that do that than you do in commander or modern or any other format. Because the price is you're, you're priced into that deck and you're there. Like, yeah, um, that's real hard. But what I, to go off of what you said, Luke, I think that the, the, a big argument that could be made against the not having, you know, two ban lists. Cause it's not really two ban lists. It's just a rules restriction. Yeah. Um, would be that with these commanders, they have to be, or these companions, they have to be announced ahead of the, ahead of the game. And so, so long as no companion is announced, then everything's fine. So you just say you can't have companions and that's just a rules restriction. Then. So that, yeah. that's where I think that it could happen. Or different from the, the concept of having like two bandlets. Cause it's not really banned. The cards aren't banned. You're just saying that you can't have them as a companion. You just can't have companions. You have to play yeah. these cards. That's where I think that could potentially happen. Is it likely? No, but it, I feel like it, it's something that it's not out of the realm of possibility sometime. And there are formats that are saying we're not allowing companions. Like they're not official, you know, wizards supported formats. Like there's, I know Canadian Highlander. They're saying no, you can't have a companion. Mm -hmm. There's a new weird ass format called Gladiator. It's an arena format. Don't worry about it. That they also say you can't have companions like there's yeah there's other formats that are saying it um and yeah the, i know these are not wizards i guess sanctioned or you know approved whatever you want to call it formats but like it just kind of shows that there is precedence for it and it shows that 
you know, we're capable of it. As you, as a magic community, we're capable of holding two thoughts in our head at the same time. So you mentioned Gladiator. Is that a like fan thing, like play against your friends kind of thing, or is that an actual supported game mode on Arena? Because I haven't touched it. Oh no, no, it's just a fan. Okay. Thing, yeah. Like I said, don't don't worry about it. Hundred <laughs> cards. It's hundred cards singleton of anything on Arena, and the only banned card is Oko. I wonder why. <laughs> no, and I think going back to what Don was talking about, though, I think there's that there are potential for other cards to be banned, though. Like, you know, Astrolabe is a strong magic card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very innocuous when you look at it on its front, but it it it's a thing. Um, these like three color decks, dirty things to modern. Like, these non-green or like like non-black, non-red decks that then all of a sudden like sideboard in a blood moon and then wreck you. It's, it's outrageous. <laughs> so, like... Uh, he's playing Grix's sideboard, Delver with... Well, it, it can yeah. be in the main. I've seen it in the sideboard whenever I've looked. But no, I, I, You, you see, like, a Grix's Control deck with Blood Moon in the sideboard. Like, how in or the even hell worse. I've done that, that before. Sense. That's not that outrageous. Yeah, no. I've played against a guy whose board state at one point in my game was Astrolabe, Astrolabe, Snow-Covered Island, Forest, Plains, Swamp, Blood Moon. Yeah, I'm like this is not. How do you? How do you right. win? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> like how do you win? And Easy, so, you play burn. Come on, guys. So Jeez. implications, right? <laughs> so hypothetically, they get rid of Luris. Cool, done. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that happens? What do we think? Do we do we think that maybe something happens to Asteroid? It, I'm not expecting it, but it would not at all surprise me if it happened. Okay, so let's say that's about does. how I feel on Astrolabe. Yeah. Let's say it does. Where where's the format go? Uh, there's going to be a lot more wastelands popping up because they're actually relevant cards again instead of just a worse version of Darksteel Citadel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think it's become, it becomes the Wild West again for a couple months at least until everything settles down. I think you're going to see a lot of, of varied meta. We're talking legacy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think you're going to see a, an incredibly varied meta again for a couple of you know, a couple of weeks, couple of months, depending on how much happens until, you know, it converges back on three or four decks, which is fine. You know, three or four, you know, S tier decks and then a whole bunch of viable decks is fine. Mm-hmm. And that's but what a lot of people like thing, about Legacy. One that's thing not that where it's at. I would see happen is I think that the card like back to basics comes back into fruition. Yeah. Uh, it's already in the main deck of most decks right now, anyway. Right, and it's and it's it's a lot of times it's very medium. That's the mm-hmm. thing. Like it's okay. Like it, if anything, have to play around it. If anything, back to basics will get replaced by choke. Sure. Because you're not going to be sitting there with three non-island basics in play with your back to basics. Your opponent's going to be sitting there with a choke while you have three duels that are all tapped. Right. Um, the mono red prison deck will make a comeback for sure. Because mm-hmm. it turns out turn on blood moon's not that good when they just go, okay, basic astrolabe. I can cast all my spells. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So rough. Definitely agree with that. Um, so other than Luris, potentially Astrolabe, uh, potentially, I think we said Oko. Um, do we feel like there's anything else that could be... Is that um, not banned yet? Not yet. They got Ren and Six. They didn't take Oko. 
we think there's anything else that I've beaten Oko multiple times in Legacy, so that I don't think it's all that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Grimmag Angler kills that I think it's very easily. Really you good. Make it into a three-three, and then you just bash in with your three-three and kill the Oko. So yeah, but I think when you when it's paired with Astrolabe, it's really good. Yeah, it can. I, I agree. Yeah, then it's a one mana fix your fix your mana draw card three-three that could win mm-hmm. you the game. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, Oko definitely gets significantly worse in Legacy if you're not going turn one Astrolabe, turn three, Oko, make a blocker. Yeah. Right. Um, Vale of Summer. Okay. I think has a target on it for banning, possibly. Yeah. They, they've already shown that they're okay with banning it in other formats, so it wouldn't surprise me there. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, when the main interaction against combo decks right now basically has to be Mind Break Trap. It's not a good look for the format because you have all these different options. You have all these forces. You have fluster storms. You have literally every single card ever printed, very much that says counter target spell, and none of them actually counter target spell. <laughs> it is a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, makes it difficult when all you need to do is have one mana open in your deck that makes a billion mana. Hmm. I mean, especially since you don't even have to, like, hold it for when you're going to be countering their counterspell. Like, you just start your turn, like, okay, tap for a green, Veil of Summer. Does it resolve? Yeah? Cool, you're you're dead. You're dead. It didn't resolve? Okay, well, you just used a counterspell, so you're dead. The other other interesting part is, like, the the ways where it's, like... um, you know, when your opponent goes Veil of Summer on an empty stack, that's when you just go, ah, crap. Well, no, like, even even better is where, like, they have, like, a Chalice on two, and you're like, yeah, Veil of Summer. And they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> Infernal Tutor. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm dead. Okay, obviously. Nice Chalice. Don't yeah. care. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, so we're looking at, in terms of our list of things that potentially could, could get uh, – moved around we're thinking Luris number one we're thinking maybe something like astrolabe oko veil of summer yeah i don't think there's too much else um like there's been some people saying like lions of diamond could be banned because it's just so powerful with all the companions but that kills a lot of previously fine decks yeah um like storm would probably not exist without lions of diamond like you can build without it it's just you're not nearly as strong. It probably kills the deck. Ad nauseum tendrils dies. I don't think. Hundred percent. I don't think test dies. Yeah, no, test test definitely can get away with it without it because you're not running infernal two. You're running burning wish. And you can and you can play like they already play like chromax mox opal, mm-hmm. so they already have a bunch of zero drop mana that you don't have in ad nauseum tendrils. Yeah, but no ants would definitely definitely be dead if they got rid of lion's eye diamond. Um, and Lions Item also just like randomly kills other decks. Like, I don't think Dredge is playable without LED. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have hands that you can do stuff without Lions Eye Diamond, but in order to have like the turn two, turn three kills, you need LED mm-hmm. or just a good fast start. And if you get rid of the LED and you have to have a fast start, well, you have to have like two Faithless Lootings and a land and a Dredger. And it's just, you're so much less consistent that way. I think, I think the only thing, like, my thought on that is 
the, the only reason that LEDs come into the conversation about it is because of Luris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's I think if they do something about Luris or companions in general, then there's no need to do anything about Right, LEDs. and the, the thing that I see, though, with, and kind of going back to what I was talking about, about one companion just taking the place of the other, is if they get rid of Luris, right? That solves then, the LED problem. N- no. Partially. Because then people can go, like, turn one like ancient tomb um led i died to this i know exactly what they do on turn one <laughs> like uh ancient tomb led like chrome mox exiling doesn't matter crack your led cast your garuda and kill them or you can do with the zerta deck i had an opponent go turn one ancient tomb grim monolith lotus petal lotus petal walking ballista Lion yeah. Die Diamond, crack it, play Zerda, infinite mana, kill you. Yeah. So, like, there's there's things that it doesn't just solve it there. But, I mean, those are that's a lot more pieces that have to happen. Yeah, but I was going to say, you just listed, what, four and five card combos. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, no, it the, definitely the, the Garuda one is simple. It's actually really yeah. simple. Yeah, just infinite ways to make a bunch of mana and then... Yeah. But um, it definitely is not as consistent, though, because no. Luris with LED is <laughs> – the big part is I'm going to play my Luris and then just cast that LED again. Yeah. So basically Luris yeah. in the LED decks is a zero-mana companion. Well, and, and yeah, because like Luris – so like Luris and LED being good, you just need Luris and LED and spells. Mm-hmm. So you're always going to have Luris – all you need to draw is LED. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the think, other ones require more setup. Yeah, no, absolutely. They do require more setup. I think that... The, to the point where they're not busted. Like, they're busted, but they're not consistent enough to be a huge problem. Yeah, they're busted in the same way that, like, Blackguard Reanimator is busted, where they cast two discard spells f- with their Chancellor shield up and put a Grizzlebrand into play on turn one. Like, yeah, they can do it, yeah. but it's not going to always happen. But you need, you know, it's Magical Christmas Land. And yeah. it's real fun to live in Magical Christmas Land. I'm not Oh, it is. Lie. It's beautiful. I, I played it at that team event. It was wonderful whenever I could do that. <laughs> or the turn one Iona against Burn. I've had a turn one Iona against me in game one when I was playing Burn. I attacked him with a Goblin Guide on turn one. He revealed an Elish Nord on top. Drew it for turn went dark ritual in tomb Iona and I conceded <laughs> like didn't, didn't even, even wait for the reanimation no, spell I'm like yep you got this I'm dead here let's go to sideboard yeah it's a thing that was the first time I met one of my good friends for <laughs> that I've known for seven years <laughs> kicked my ass in a star city event and then we became friends after that I got Luke with the uh, turn one Iona game one <laughs> in a, a side event one time. <laughs> it's really nice yeah, that you did. know what your opponent's playing in it. Oh, uh, it was great. Yeah. Well, I, when I did it at the Star City in the main event, I knew the guy was on burn. Uh-huh. I had seen him play earlier or something. I don't remember. I knew he was on burn, so I go turn one. Iona, and he goes, "Yeah, sure." Because usually, if you're Iona on the blind, you just say blue. I go Iona. He goes, "Yeah, sure." I go red. He goes, "Oh." <laughs> game <Damn>. two because <laughs> I was on the play yeah that'll do it that will definitely do it though um 
All right. So I think we've kind of covered the bannings. Um, we, we, just to reiterate, we think that Luris is, something's going to happen to Luris. Uh, maybe something happens to uh, another companion, maybe, or the companions. Um, Oko, possibly. Astrolabe, possibly. Vale of Summer, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we shall see. And I think, I think the list is the same for both formats, both Legacy and Vintage. I don't think Vale and Vintage. I don't think they care. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not Vale, but similar. Yeah, L- they're very similar. similar. Uh, I don't think Oko is a big issue in the in Vintage yet. Like it's had some impact, but it's not. I mean, there's there's some dumb cards in Vintage. Yeah, as yeah. fun as it is to attack with a Black Lotus, as the least of your concerns in Vintage. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's, that's that's a lot of turns. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so, when you've already banned it from everything else, you might as well just complete the set. I guess, or I guess, or but that might also be a reason to keep it legal in vintage, though, because you can at least play Oko somewhere. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Well, you'd still be able to play one because it would just be restricted. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that might actually be fine then. Um, hey, they won't do it, but it'd be fine. So that's that's that. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen with Brawl because none of us play Brawl. No, well, Ian, go ahead. You, you had the thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, did mention, yeah. I did mention this earlier. Um, I could see it being similar to what Matt was saying was like get rid of companions because brawl for anybody who also doesn't play it, it's basically a 60 card commander format. Standard. Uh, a standard commander format. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the companions give you an extra card in hand. And when your starting hand is still just nine compared to their eight, it is going to cause an issue. So, it basically sets it up where you have to play a companion deck in order to keep up on that axis. And there's a lot less cards that you can use to answer a companion or just anything in general. Yeah. Yeah, You can run assassin's trophy times four in standard and it's fine, but you can only play one in brawl. So my only, my only argument to that is that they didn't ban companions and commander. They banned Lutri. There's it. a lot. There's a lot more degenerate stuff you can do in Commander because you have the whole card pool. Yes, I get that. I get there's that. a lot more answers. There's a lot more answers. There's it's like what answers. we always talk about with Legacy and Vintage. There's more answers, and, and I can understand that. I just, I just as a thought process, there, I can see them mm-hmm. banning Lutri, but I don't know if they ban everything. I, w- I would not be surprised if they ban Lutri because again, it's it's the deck building restriction is not a restriction. It's play blue and red. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, because they already they preemptively banned it as a companion in Commander. Uh, Commander. Yeah. So I, I don't see why they wouldn't do the same thing in Brawl because it's for the exact same reason. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. It's like literally the exact. <laughs> are you playing blue and red? Cool. Throw them in your deck. Cool. There's no reason not to. Yeah, let's just play 101. Here we are, or 61 in Brawl, whatever. And it's not even. Are you only play? Are you playing just as it? No, is blue and red two of the two three four five colors you're playing right congratulations sweet throw it in you get an extra card you get an extra card yeah um so yeah all right so yeah like you said luke we don't we don't really have too much insight into brawl because none of us really play that at all um i give it a Mm -hmm. shot and i didn't enjoy it it was not fun um, I but, built a brawl deck played against Matt three times and we both got bored and went home. Yep, not not exactly <laughs> my cup of tea. Um, but in any case, I just want to kind of wrap up and see how you guys are doing with uh, just still being at home. Some things are kind of slowly reopening here in Ohio. 
Uh, just kind of want to check in with you guys. About the same as last time. Just okay. waiting for everything to open back up. Yeah, because you work at home, right, Luke? Yeah, I work at home anyway. But it's like, and I keep getting people telling me, "Oh, you work at home anyway, so it's no change for you." No, it's a big change for me because I was going to the LGS two, three times a week. <laughs> I was going, you know, Somewhere. hanging out at people's house or going out to dinner or something. You, you know, still just can't like every, leave your house. <laughs> just like everybody else. Yeah, just looking to leave my house. I went to the grocery store today and it felt weird. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I've been keeping busy with work. Um, we've been providing meals to Cleveland Clinic, and they gave us even more orders to fill for next week. Uh, we've basically doubled what we were doing two weeks ago, which was already kind of a pain in the ass. Wow. Um, we're running out of cooler space to store everything, so it's going to be interesting when the truck comes in on Monday. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if it was cold out, you could just put them in uh, trucks. Yeah. I mean, we, we honestly are considering like <laughs> getting a – uh, like a refrigeration a truck? truck and yeah. just keeping it out back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if it wouldn't, it'll, it, it won't be forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if, if you're getting money, if the money you're bringing in is more than the rental of that truck, then it's worth it. Yeah. It's not like anybody else is using the parking space. <laughs> right. Oh, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of construction going on over by us. Oh, really? It is impossible to find anywhere to park between seven in the morning and three in the afternoon. Oh, we'll get there before seven. Uh, yeah. I'm not going in three hours before my shift. Screw that. I'll, <laughs> I'll drive for 10 minutes and find a way to the park. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Dom, then, how about uh, you? Yeah. Um, kind of sitting around, waiting still. Um, my job is still – they're trying to start things back up, but they don't need um, like everyone in there yet. They're still taking it very cautiously, all that jazz. Sure. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening. Um, I'm not entirely sure when, if, what, all of that, every question that can happen for it. Um, but I'm excited for it to get nicer so I can start spending a little bit more time outside. Um, Apex Legends Season 5 dropped Tuesday. I've uh, put in a lot of time on that already. Uh, also, Division 2 had a big update in the Manhunt uh, department, so I got a split time between two big video games. So that's what I've been doing to try and keep sane <laughs> throughout this. Um, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Like I said, just, just kind of sitting, waiting. Um, I personally won't be lining up at places when they open up tomorrow. Some, I guess. Uh, Patio dining is opening up tomorrow in Ohio. Yeah. um, I won't be doing that personally, uh, but also because I don't really have money for it. It's (laughs) supposed to rain for like the next five days. So, yeah. Supposed to, yep. 100%. And then the the murder hornets come and uh, (laughs) that'll end patio dining. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, It's kind of keeping it loose, it's chilling. Well, Dom, if you ever need a third video game to split your time between, you can always join me, Jordan, and Devin on uh, Warzone. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such enthusiasm. We'll see. You sound so excited. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> dude, here's my thing. Apex was like, it, it's been cool, you know, and then this season dropped, and the new, they did this huge update, not to like 
talk about it a whole lot. But they did this huge update. A bunch of guns got changed around, and the new legend Loba. Um, she has some really cool abilities, and she's honest. I've, I've been having a blast playing as her. And for some reason, I don't know what's happening. For the past like three days, I have been on my game. Like <laughs> I am just destroying some people in this, and I I'm a very casual gamer like literally i i thought about making like a little youtube channel streaming thing of like you know mediocre apex play here it is here's me and my buddies like oh here's a sweet grenade throw i had and then the next clip's like me getting blindsided by people or like messing up a jump and falling off the map like (laughs) you know keeping it real you know um but i've been having a blast with that so that's been good. Um, I keep thinking about downloading Warzone, but I don't know. The way – I just don't really care for Call of Duty. Like, I I'm used sorry. to love them, and then – I don't know. But it's free, so I might I might just do that. Yeah, and I've been liking Warzone a lot better than I ever liked normal Call of Duty multiplayer, mm-hmm. too, to be completely honest. Yeah. I. So my thing is I like to run around when I play those games mm-hmm. in the way – Jordan was talking about it. It seemed like they just kind of set up camp and like camped. Some like, games, ah, but there's other game types where you do do a lot of running around, and we were running around in circles the other day. Yeah, fair enough. Well, like I said, I'll I'll try and give it a. I'll probably download it here at some point. But there's um, there's like this thing with Apex that you have to we we have to wait till five days in, find these treasures, and then you can start this like hunt. And that's going to be a whole new game mode where you're not playing against other people, but you play with them. Interesting. So like, yeah, so we're like, we're trying to get that going. So I'm excited, but yeah, doing that. And I think actually like right now, uh, another auction I was in ended. So I'm going to send this dude some money and get a play set of signed Enchantress's presents. So I'm pretty excited. Nice. Nice. Cool. So yeah, I've uh I've just been kind of watching TV. I've been binging uh how to get how to get away with murder. Um, it's a good show. Uh, a lot of people get dying and stuff, but whatever. Um, you don't say. Yeah, it's weird, right? What? Um, so that's that's pretty much what I've been doing. Nothing really other than that. Um, oh, I guess was one thing other than that. I actually graduate in three days, so that's kind of cool. So it's always fun. So Yay, nice. I'll be all done with my master's program then. So that'll be cool. Then I just have to kind of um, wait until the licensing uh, testing facilities are all open so I can go do that. Um, and then, yeah, from there on, we'll be, we'll be good to go. Uh, just trying to find a job, kind of what I've been doing now. Um, just kind of searching and stuff like that. So. That's keeping me busy a little bit. And then doing some stuff around the house, uh, putting a garden in the backyard, that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, cooking. I, I've just been having fun cooking dinner every night. Uh, so that's been kind of cool. Yeah, your nightly posts on Facebook have been making me hungry. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's, it's been fun. It's, it's just so, like, I, I don't do it. I'm, I'm probably not very good at it, but I enjoy the food I make. So that's good enough. That's what matters. Um, and it, <laughs> it, it seems to be okay. Uh, <laughs> You haven't uh, died yet. So. Yeah, I'm still alive, so that's a plus. Um, yeah, yeah. Finding building stuff is fun. That's that's fair. What would you build? 
Well, I wanted to build some deck furniture, but then I realized I don't have sawhorses or a workbench. So I had to build sawhorses, then I used the sawhorses to build a workbench, and now I can use the workbench and sawhorses to build <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like that process. Right. It sounds like a video game where you're like, well, yeah. I need I need to get I feel this, like, I can build it feels this like Minecraft almost where it's yeah, like, it's, like <laughs> it's real like Minecraft. Much better graphics. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been doing. It's just kind of stuff around the house. Um our the store that the four of us generally go to has been doing these uh box breaks and pack battles uh on the internet that some of us have been engaging in which has been kind of fun over the time it gives me something to, to look forward to in the evenings uh but since the store's open i don't know how often they're going to do them they did one last night but i don't know how often he's going to be doing those um but that's, that's been kind of fun so that's been something i've been doing too mm-hmm. but in any case um if you guys don't have anything else i think we are gonna wrap up um so uh for me dom Luke and Ian, uh, thanks for listening. Um, hopefully you all are staying safe as well uh, and continuing to uh, to remain positive that this, this too shall pass at some point. Um, but in any case, uh, continue being safe and we will hopefully catch up with you next time. Have a good night. See you, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.